A Catalyst Crew. Catalyst Corner number five. It's Thursday, so we have Jim F. 0123 Art on here with us. And uh, yeah, let's uh, get into it. How's it going, Jim? Doing okay. How you been? Ah, another week. Yeah, I hear you. You yeah. know, getting through it. Yep. So, um, wanted to start this one with a little bit of a tragedy. The tragic events. Yes. So, we did a recording session last week, touched upon some very poignant things. And as I was editing the episode to try to get everything ready for release, the software that I use decided to say to me, uh, hey, there's a small error that just occurred. Save your work. Restart. Everything's working fine. Okay? So I ignore the first error. I say, okay, I'll do that. And I go about my business. Editing. Pops up again. Now I'm just annoyed, right? Sure. So I save like a good soldier. And I restart. And I open it back up. And the intro is intact. And the last 10 minutes is intact. Everything else is gone. All of my recoveries are damaged. There's no turning back. Furious. Furious. Yeah, absolutely. So my heart aches and weeps for that episode. That's the lost tapes. That is. So. Maybe recovered someday, somehow. Maybe. I'm too impatient for it. (laughs) (laughs) So that was very, uh, very disappointing. Yes. Um, but as soon as I said, as soon as I accepted it, you know, yeah, it hurt a little less. Come to terms with it. Oh, brutal. So have you seen any films? Yes. So I was watching The History of Horror by Eli Roth. Very good program. Very good program. Um, and so he likes to talk about old horror movies up into current day horror movies running the gamut and came across a horror movie that is uh, quite a few years old now called Let the Right One In. Oh, very good. Very good movie. Now, did you watch the original or the American so remake? So I watched the original Swedish version oh, with, the with the subtitles. Yes. So you have to read the movie as opposed to being able to listen to it so you're watching and reading so it's like a book on your tv but well it just means that you have to watch it actively as opposed to passively right like you can't just put it on in the background and kind of tune in and out right and you know what what is what i like about that and especially with this case is that the movie because i think it's more of a slow burn type of movie but it's gripping So you are really focused on the movie, so you can actually follow it and read along and not get lost because it's not fast-moving action, so it lends to being able to read what's on the screen without missing any of what's going on with the the motion. Right, it is a very dialogue-centric film. Yes. Do you think it's an effective vampire movie? I do. I, I do. Um... I do think that the, so it's a a young girl, let's say, although not a young girl, but she purports to be 12 years old, even though we know she is ancient, but for all intents and purposes, she comes off as a 12-year-old girl. And what I, what I like about it is I think that although she does her vampire thing out of necessity because she has to. I think that there is a sense that she has, I won't say a moral compass, but what she has, I think, is she has some feelings for the people that she's using because she knows what she's doing. She's not a monster. She's not mindless. She's She does what she does out, out of a need, but I think she also kind of, feels for the people that she's making do things, but she knows ultimately I'm, I'm using you up and, you know, I'll, I'll move on to the next when I've used you up, but 
you know, I do, I do think you're an okay person, so I'll, I'll allow you to survive as opposed to killing you just to feed. Right. So that's kind of where it works for me as well. It's just that I think it's an effective vampire film because there is that sense that even though she does have an emotional attachment to, say, Oscar, it's still a predator, you know, keeping basically a pet cat. Right. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly what it is. It's a pet. It that that's how she looks at whomever it is that she needs to assist her. That's it's not that she has a true romantic interest or, you know, genuinely likes the person and wants to be necessarily friends. It's that you're a good pet and I'm going to keep you around as long as I can. And then when you die, I'm going to get myself a new pet to replace you. Good stuff. Yeah. So let me um, let me throw a couple of recommendations your way. Sure. If you like the old vampire. OK. So. Uh, there's an Iranian, it's either Iranian or Persian, don't get mad at me because I can't pull it out, but it's called A Girl Walks Home Alone at Night. It is in black and white. Fantastic vampire. I film. will have to check that out. Fantastic. And the other one that I would recommend even more is Shadow of the Vampire. So that is, I want to say it came out maybe in the early 2000s. Okay. And you have Eddie Izzard. All right, Eddie Izzard. Okay. And Willem Dafoe. Oh, well, there as you go. Playing Max Shrek or Sh- Shrek, whoever played the dude who plays Nosferatu. And so the, the guys is basically they're filming Nosferatu and the vampire's real. Oh, so okay. he So they find, you know, Eddie Izzard's the director. I don't know how he found him, but he did. And they're making the movie. It is strange, fantastic horror. It's Willem Dafoe as yeah. As, well, as a vampire. again, Willem, you you know, you had me sold at Willem Dafoe as anything. So he is just the creepiest. Um, John Malkovich is in it as well. Oh, okay, so Malkovich and Willem Dafoe. Oh, uh, you know what it is? I had it backwards. It's. Eddie Izzard is in it, I believe. He may not even be in it. I'm giving him credit for nothing. Oh, okay. It's it's Willem Dafoe is Mac, Max Shrek. I looked it up. Um, Catherine McCormick is Greta Schroeder. John Malkovich is Frederick Will. So it's John. Oh no, Eddie Izzard isn't it? He plays Gustav. So he plays the 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 male lead. Okay. And Malkovich is the director. So you got Malkovich. You got Willem yeah. Dafoe running around. Eddie Izzard shows up for a bit. It's it's, it sounds insane. Oh, absolutely. And I will give a shout out to History of Horror because I love just the way that they structure it, too. Yeah. Right? They do episodes on zombies. They do episodes on vampires. They yeah. do episodes on, on, you know, like bumps in the night or whatever. Yeah. I mean, I really like the fact that, you know, they cover the gamut and, and it shows you movies that you may not even know existed. And so that, you know, you watch it. And you can say, "Oh, that looks really great. I want to check that movie out." I've I've watched many a new horror, or not new, but new to me, horror movies that came directly from watching that show, which I highly recommend. Same, and it's also introduced me to some classics that I didn't know about. And what's interesting to watch some of the older films is to see how kind of some of that influence bleeds through to the modern day. Yeah. Have you seen The Invitation? No, I have not. Very good. Slow burn. It's okay. not not supernatural or anything. It's more like um I'd give it a watch. I don't want Who's to in that? It. That's got Did you ever see that movie Upgrade? Sounds familiar, but Let me see if I can pull the guy's name because it's um I don't know that he's super famous. Uh Logan Marshall. He plays the main male lead. Okay. Uh you have Michael Huseman. Yeah. And then um, John Carroll Lynch is in it, American Horror Story. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's in a bunch of stuff. It's very good. Okay. It's very, very good. It's just a very slow burn, and then the payoff is kind of, you're just, you kind of just sit there and go, geez. Okay. Sounds like uh, something I definitely want to check into. So I've gotten up to episode three in the Obi-Wan Kenobi series. All right. So what do you think so far? I have mixed feelings. Okay. 
None of it has been bad. Yeah, I mean, I, I've heard people teetering on bad, but... The thing is, is that there's always going to be a portion of the fans that don't like anything. Sure. Oh, yeah, without a doubt. So, none of it is bad. It it feels a little unnecessary. Yeah. I don't know that we needed it. And and what, what Bob, the only, my biggest note, my biggest pain point is that I don't understand why none of the original music is in the show. Yeah, that's odd because, again, you own it. You own the rights to it. So it's not like you it is removed because you can't use it for trademark or copyright. Well, who's, doing, do, who's doing the score? Is it the guy who did John Mando? Williams. John Williams is John doing Williams. the score? I wonder if that's a hindrance. Possibly. Maybe he just doesn't want to repeat. But the, Could be. The problem, this is where it, it hurts, and this is spoilers for Kenobi if you haven't seen it. Uh Vader does show up. Yes. And they do have a face-to-face. So I saw it. Oh, you did? I did. Okay. Uh, I I did. After we discussed it the last time, which I hadn't, I went and checked out the scene that you were referring to. Okay. So give me your notes on it then. So so here's the thing. Here's kind of what... It was cool when he was walking, like, towards him and, like, you know, he killed that guy by breaking his neck. That was rad. Yeah. Yeah. So the general consensus, and 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 I'm I think I'm of like mind on this, is that the reason why he beat him like he did, but not kill him, is because he wasn't a challenge. Right. He wants to fight the Obi Wan that right. cut his arms and legs right. off. This wasn't the Obi Wan that did that. That wasn't that almost. You know, when they obviously Obi Wan thought he had killed. Anakin at that time and you know that was a fight that was basically life or death and in this fight it wasn't and I think that Vader realized this guy can't match me anymore and this isn't fair anymore so it's not worth my time well he's just killing a man at that point right not the person that mangled him right exactly and they they he would not have satisfaction in doing it at that given time. Right. That I, I, that was how I read it as well. Yeah. Plus you get a cool scene where he's staring into the fire. So, yeah. you know. The, o- the only thing I didn't like, actively didn't like, is, and you know what? The Inquisitor getting murdered, not that big of a deal to me. Well, I mean, we have to figure out what that's about. Because clearly he, he comes back in Rebels. And, right. And so he didn't get killed surprisingly. Uh, or 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 Diddy and they're I gonna come with something. It. Yeah, you I know would what's imagine gonna happen that. Is, so. it, that'll be her reveal at some point. Mm. Is that he's still around? Like maybe she does something good and she's supposed to get her hers or whatever, and then he pops back up and he's like, "Surprise, motherfucker!" Yeah, you know. Yeah, probably because again they have to they have to account for the fact that he was in Rebels for you know many years. So so I I actively dislike that there's not. Because to me, when you, when they meet face to face, this is the first time since he turned him into a, you know, amputee. You're not going to give me any form of the theme from the end of Revenge of the Sith. Yeah, yeah. You're not going to give me any form of Vader's theme at this point. And the music is so important to and the you story. Can't even, you can't even make the argument that like, oh, they're gonna, you know, it's gonna come at the end. No, they used it at the end of Episode Three. It exists canon already mm-hmm. yes. and i i have an emotional tie to that music so when you when you deny me that the impact of them fighting is lessened yeah so that's my that's my biggest gripe my other gripe is that i don't understand how he became a scooby-doo villain darth vader and somehow got around obi-wan kenobi mm. and i say that because it is very clearly stated that Vader is a tank. Right. He's a slow-moving, unstoppable tank. Right. Well, I mean, he's got robotic limbs, so... Right, but it's we, all weighted down, right. too. We can't think that he would be moving at lightning pace. He would be slow and plodding. That's a, that's Scooby-Doo logic. Right. He came... He was very much behind him. Mm-hmm. And it's like, nah. Yeah. It yeah. looks cool. It looks cool to be able to have that shot. But my first thought was like, how did he get there? 
Yeah, and I think that I think that the problem is that they're throwing logic out the window to give you cool moments and and fan service is good. Yeah, but, you to know, a degree. Keep keep the story going. Yeah, but not the, the problem is with Star Wars in particular. You can't give fan the fans are so overly critical that when you do illogical things, it's it comes back in backlash and hatred so much greater than any other movie um, that that you're going to have. Because the, the, the Star Wars fan base, I mean, everybody says how toxic they are. One and, of the most toxic. Right. It, it's got a, I would say that the mouse has cultivated a community of toxicity. Yes, I, I totally agree with and that. And here's the thing. I, you and I go back and forth about all this shit we don't like. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to say this right now. There are a lot of characters from Star Wars that are brand new. Cal Kestis, awesome. Oh yeah. Ahsoka Tano, awesome. Yeah. There Cad Bane, awesome. Uh, awesome. You can there are, go there down are a very l- very few characters that have come out that I dislike. Even e- even if you want to go new trilogy, I thought that Finn was awesome until they ruined him. I thought that Poe was great. Mm-hmm. Kylo was a fantastic Ky- oh, villain. What a what an could amazing could have been could have been the next Darth Vader. So good. for you know its own six nine movies. And here's the thing, Ray in and of herself was not. I wouldn't say she was awesome, but she she was someone that I was willing to get behind. Mm-hmm. What I didn't like was you undermining. Skywalker and everything they've done, and then burying Anakin's lightsaber on the planet that amounted to the greatest suffering in his life. It's where Vader was literally born because it's where he massacred the Sand People. Mm -hmm. So you're going to bury his saber on Tatooine. You know where you put it? This, This isn't even a tough one. You fly to Naboo and you lay it next to Padme's grave. Yeah. How do you miss? How? Well, How do you miss that? Well, it's the same. It's the same miss where Leia hugs Rey as opposed to Chewie it's, after Han's death. Oh, you, 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 it's always misfires. That that's the part of the 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 sequel trilogy is it's a, a comedy of errors. There, there's so many misses. Right, but like. <laughs> Can you imagine being in the room, like they're in the storyboarding room, right? And Abrams is in there and he's like, yeah, yeah, we're going to end it like this. And, and the Emperor's back and that'll make everybody like it again. All right, cool. And Ray's going to kill him and Kylo, they're going to kiss. Wait, did they love each other? Yeah, yeah. Secretly they did. Mm. And then she's going to bury Anakin's saber on tattoo. And every everyone in that room goes, yeah, that's a great fitting end to Anakin's lightsaber. Yeah, put it on Tatooine. Yeah. Well, and and then the other the other part of that is, you know, you have Kathleen Kennedy saying, "Okay, what we want to do is end the Skywalker saga." Well, I got an idea. At the very end, we're going to call Ray Skywalker. Right. Well, that sounds great. That sounds great. So the way to end the the Skywalker saga is to end it by calling her Skywalker. Hmm. Wait. So are we getting more Skywalker then? Because listen, who knows? I, I'm not. I'm not opposed to her being like. Look, she's. If you want to say she's a Skywalker, not a Palpatine, now I'm good with that. I'm fine with that. I don't have an issue with that. See, I do. Why? Well, because, because, you know, it's one of those things where he was so. He's the Emperor, right? He's he's the he is the face of evil, right? So by defeating him and then being the face of good. With the Palpatine name? Well, it's not, though. She took the Skywalker name. Right, but she could have kept the Palpatine name and 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 erased the evil history of her family lineage. Why, why, why do you need to glom on the family lineage that already has greatness behind it? You could have turned your evil family name into greatness by showing that I've defeated the evil of my family, and now it's, you know, I'm the greatest hero... But yes, I'm a Palpatine because we already have the greatest hero in the Skywalkers. See, the way I look at it is like this, is that I am more than my surname. Sure. And so, you know, instead of, instead of you know, shame on Sheev, call him by his name, mm-hmm. shame on Sheev, 
I'm going to erase his entire legacy. Sure, you could people you could look never, at it like people that. People will never utter Palpatine again, and I will continue to praise Skywalker. Yeah. So so again, I know Kathleen doesn't really like Luke and Anakin and you know all of our heroes, but if that was her intention, I can get behind that. Yeah. Because honestly, I would prefer that Skywalker's name continues on. Oh, as as would I. But I just think that when I'm just saying that you have you have a last name that already had meaning behind it. Yeah, but you didn't I, I need mean, to glom on to someone else's. Nobody's you can't. Nobody's looking at Palpatine like in the universe people are like jeez Palpatine, huh? <sighs> Remember that motherfucker? Nobody's going yeah. like, look, I I like it. I'm more than my surname. I'm putting your legacy in the ground. No one will ever utter Palpatine again. I am now a Skywalker. All of that is awesome. Except you bury Anakin's lightsaber in fucking Tatooine. No. Yeah, you can't do that. Shame on you. Yeah. You can't, you can't praise and shit on the Skywalker name at the same time. Right. And like, I, I, dude, he should have popped up as a force ghost and just been like, Ray, what the fuck? What, yeah. What do you do? Don't don't fucking do fly your ass to Naboo and go lay it next to my fucking wife, you jerk. Yeah. Well, you know, and the thing, too, is that you had Luke and Leia cheering it on like, yeah, that's a good idea. Like, man, maybe. Well, you... they didn't really know their dads. So. <laughs> well, yeah, but they do. I mean, they, they end up knowing the story. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm sure that they eventually got the whole story of, of what went well, on. Apparently by... not if they're cheering her on. Well, that's what I'm saying. It's like, you know, hey, yeah, yeah, that's probably a good idea. Just uh, throw it in the dirt there uh, next to his greatest sorrows. I got to tell you, I got a little emotional uh, during the Obi-Wan show, though. One, one, one thing hit, and it didn't have the music, so it didn't get me all the way. Is when Obi is, uh, or Ben, we'll call him Ben. Yeah, codename Ben. Yeah, when he's uh, spying on Luke, mm -hmm. and he's sitting on top of the uh, house, yep, pretending to be a star pilot, and it just gives you the flashback of Anakin. It does. Oh, it does. They did a great job. Oh, it on gave that. me the chills. Yeah, those. That's a moment. See, there again, right? That's a moment that they're giving you for fan service that actually hits home. You know what other moment hits home? When he finds out that Anakin's alive. Yeah. As soon as they make the Force connection again, and he opens his eyes, mm -hmm. and you see him in the tank. Oh, so good. No music. Yeah. What? What? How? That, to me, is such a misfire. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Like, you don't even have to re-record it. Just grab the music. It's already been recorded. Right. But this is, the, the, if, if nothing else comes from these Disney Plus shows, I think that you, you're getting moments that you've been longing to see. So, you know, Kenobi and Vader, inter, you know, reconnecting for the first time. Young, too. Yeah. Ahsoka meeting Luke for the first oh. time. Those are things, those are moments that you dreamed about that you're now getting to, to actually see. And that, that makes these moments on these shows so great. I just don't know that the shows overall are required. Well, I, I would agree. I just, the thing is, is that the Clone Wars really fleshes out Kenobi and Anakin and we mm -hmm. get an awesome character. So I, I want to see the Ahsoka show. Because oh, yeah, I don't me, think there's enough too. of her. Right. I want to see, I would love, now I know there's a rumor that maybe Cal Kestis shows up at yes. the end of Obi. Mm -hmm. I would love to see a show with Cal Kestis because I love him as a character. And I think that that's one of those characters that isn't as well known to majority of fans because he's a video game character. Right, but the but the dude that plays him is an actor. Yeah. He played, just, uh, he played Joker in uh, Gotham. Right. I just think that he's one of those... Um, not that that's like a... I'm not using that as like a... You should be proud no, of that. <laughs> no, I'm just saying like that's one of those characters that there is so much story to tell to the majority of fans because the majority of fans probably don't know who this character is. And there's so much story that you can tell. And even if you tell the, the stories from the video games, a lot of people are not going to know them. So 
I think that's a character that going forward you really want to tell that story of. Yeah, but you don't have to tell the video game story. No, no, no. I'm, I'm just saying. Character. I'm just saying that if you did, most people wouldn't say like, "Oh, I've already seen that on the video game." Most people have not seen the story on the video game. Yeah, but you know what I've noticed is they do with video game. Anytime they try to adapt anything with video games, right? For some reason, they try to tell a different story than the story that made the game popular. Right. And, yeah. and that always confused me because in my mind, I'm thinking, you're not making this movie for me because I played the game already. But the game story is what sucked me in. So why wouldn't you just do that in another medium? Yeah, I I. I don't know why movies do that in general. I don't know why that they feel the need to make major changes to the story that is so loved that you created a movie out of the story. The reason you're making the movie is because of how popular the, the whether it's the video game, whether it's a comic book, whatever it might be, it's so popular that you're making a movie out of it, and then you go ahead and make these changes that makes it so different than what the people loved. And your your thought is, well, we have to make it different. Well, why? Why do you have to make it different? I have to give them something new because they already know that story. Right. They do, but they had to imagine it in their own head, or they have to imagine it on panels or in a video game form. This is now live action that they're seeing it, which is a completely different medium. And yeah, you're going to have to elongate it to fit the confines and construct of a movie. So you are going to add new elements, but overall the structure of the movie should remain the same. And they change it so that when the thing ends, the people that loved it coming in hate it going out. Although I did like the Sonic the Hedgehog movies. I have not seen them. They're good. So. They're fun. Yeah. They're fun. You know what it is? They're not changing the world. No. But they're they're fun movies. Yeah. Would they be as fun if he looked like he did when they originally announced it? No. No. Because uh, you'd be too distracted at the psychotic eldritch creature that the art department came up with. Yeah, well, you know, did you see the 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 first or original trailers that they released for the upcoming She-Hulk Disney Plus show with the awful CGI? Yeah, yeah. So that's you know that's kind of on the same vein, right? I mean, they they released it and everybody was horrified, and they had to go back in and make all those changes to correct it. And it's like, yeah, you, you that's not some you got a completely different reaction than what you wanted. Instead of people saying, hey, that looks really great, they said, that's the worst CGI I've ever seen. This looks horrific. The problem I think you run into with CGI, because at this point, any any major production should not have any issue with CGI. No. The technology that is available to everyone. In my basement, I can make something more comparable to that. Yeah. The problem is a lot of them are major corporations, and instead of saying, okay, how can we innovate, they're using old technology, and then you get these awful renditions of She-Hulk. Right. right? So even if they go back, because it happened with that game Halo Infinite, mm -hmm. they were using older tech, the game looked like shit, people made fun of it, they put it on ice for a while, they revamped the whole game. It still didn't look amazing, but it looked better. Yeah, now, how does how does she look now? Better, a bit better. Yeah, I mean, there's only so much you're going to be able to do, right? I mean, it's 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 still a TV show, so money wise, you know, it's a more limited budget, but it's more it's more bearable now than it was. But the problem is, we shouldn't be seeing like with Sonic, with She Hulk, with the hate these the we shouldn't be seeing like look at Luke at the end of the Mandalorian, right? And then all of a sudden they hit. Like you said, what do they hire the kid from his basement to do the book of Boba Fett? And, you know, it's it's a million times better CGI. Right. But that's just because you have someone who's not part of a studio. Right. Mm -hmm. That gets to do independent research, find the best tools that are available, whether they're there. None of them are going to be insanely expensive. Right. Because right. it's, it's an individual buying them, mm -hmm. learns how to use them. And then he puts out the original one which looks 
a hundred times better. And then, of course, you hire him. And right. then what does he do? He brings his skill set and the technology to Disney. Right. But we shouldn't be seeing these... We shouldn't be seeing these things that the fans reject wholesale and then the, these major companies have got to go in and make these changes. They, they should already have that right from the get-go. If they were smart, they would just scour the, the streaming platforms. Yeah. I'm not talking Netflix. I'm saying like YouTube and things like that. Mm-hmm. And just find the stuff that is blowing up, reach out to the creators, bring them on, and then have them start to work on it. Because yeah. honestly, you can, on the dark side of it, little Star Wars there you go. for you, you can hire them for less money because mm-hmm. they're not in the industry. Right. right. And you're going to get fresh ideas. Yeah. Fresh technology, fresh faces, and ultimately it'll be better because it's the thing that people are gravitating to. Right. But, you know, you look at it, right, and say that the kid who is in his basement doing it, right, so you can get a professional. I'm throwing out numbers. I have no idea. But let's say a professional is $20 million and you give this kid three. You're saving a boatload of money. This kid just made three million dollars. He right. probably doesn't You've have a two. His life. Yeah, absolutely. He's in a you know. And now Luke looks like Luke again. Right. So it's like, yeah, you can say you're changing this person's life, but you're saving yourselves a boatload of money. Who loses in that scenario? I agree. I think it's very interesting. I'm hoping. I like when they do that sort of stuff because yeah. as soon as corporations that are that kind of rooted in their ways start thinking outside of the box, we. We as consumers win. Yes. And they don't make any less money. That's the thing. Is right. like, it, it's not them make it's not me sitting here going, Oh, eat the rich, corporations should make less money. No. It's when you you know, if you think outside of the box, you can you can save yourself money, which mm-hmm. makes you more money. Right. And as a result, we all get something better. Yeah. Which makes everybody happy. Yes. And I and I think that well, I mean Depending on what you want to do, right? I mean, but I would rather, it's a catch-22, right? Would you rather, as actors and actresses age, replace them or CGI them younger to keep the actors and actresses that we already know and love? Me personally? Yeah. I would rather CGI them, and I want... I want the new generation of actors to play new characters. I am not a person that need. This goes back to the Obi-Wan thing. I don't need any more Obi-Wan Kenobi. If you want to use him as a side character going forward, I'm good with that. Sure. But make me new characters that I can care about. Keep me interested in it. Keep it fresh for me. Showing me Luke and Anakin and Obi-Wan over and over and over again, I don't need that. Ahsoka, I'm down for because we haven't really had much of her live action. Right. And I'm curious to see what kind of comes out of that because we can probably get, I mean, Thrawn's going to be the villain, right? Right. And I'm sure we'll get some cool characters to come out of that, but there'll be new characters. That's what I want in this universe. And, you know, I guess that maybe aligns with Kathleen Kennedy a little bit. I mean, I'm not, you know, that's the thing with Kathleen Kennedy. I'm not in disagreement with her to to move the the needle forward and create new characters just don't shit on the ones that we love the right. reason why you have a job is because of the characters that have been created don't shit on what we love don't shit on what we've grown up with and that we cherish so dearly right it's not edgy to be like oh yeah actually luke was a coward the whole time it's like but why right. why you know don't do that to luke no no, just but if you want to end the sky, if you wanted to end the Skywalker saga, and and do it on a high note, and then say that's it, now it's all about new characters going forward. I'm cool with that, but you but why do you have to try to burn it to the ground of what was there, and then just say yeah that that wasn't really popular or successful or as good as people think. Wait till you see what I've got, because I think mine would be better. And that's what bothers me so badly about her. It's like, oh, no, no, I can do better. Well, you tried to do better with the sequel trilogy, and you failed miserably. Yeah, it's just, you know what it is? Is it's any 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 form of extremism is bad. Yes. So, you know, I think uh, I have some hope, maybe a new hope. Possibly. That... 
Star Wars is going to keep uh, getting better. I'm excited for I'm excited for Ahsoka. Yeah, I want to see where that's going to go. Whether we get anything crazy out of Obi Wan, the only thing I could really hope for at this point is maybe Cal Kestis comes comes into the mix. Yeah, but if us if that doesn't happen and they just do a little bit more Vader or they tease Maul or something, that's all fine. But it's not going to be anything that gets me super amped up because it's almost like Black Widow movie. Yeah, like. Okay. But you already know the end game. Oh. Of So it's not leading to anything that you don't already know. Right. And that's the whole that's the whole thing. We already know the outcome of where Vader and Obi-Wan end. We already know it. Right. So what you're doing, yeah, you're filling in some cracks. And they're cool. Listen, it's cool. It's cool to see him it's struggle cool. with his disconnect to the Force. There's a lot of good stuff in it. I'm not saying I don't like Obi-Wan. Right. Don't read it that way. I don't like that there's no music. But aside from that, I just, I'm very curious to see what we can do with new characters. Like, <laughs> Benicio Del Toro, how pumped were you for Last Jedi when they announced him and he had five fucking minutes of screen time I and mean, he was a nothing character. I mean, pumped pumped at the thought he was going to be the live action Ezra, Ezra Bridger. Yeah. I mean, when, you know, because the thing of it is, it it aged correctly. His age, Benicio Tel Toro's age to what Ezra Bridger's age would be matched. So it was like, oh, that that's a perfect fit. Like he he would be that age. So you've got a tremendous actor playing somebody that we would want to see in live action. This is going to be awesome. And then he was just and no then it one. was like a nobody character five minutes and it's like what was the point of that the whole thing is weird it's very incoherent yeah because we do we do episode you know um seven which is just like you know it's all right it's an it's a new hope 2.0 no Mm -hmm. worries it's good it's good it's fine it's good it introduces to kylo snoke was relatively interesting i Mm -hmm. was like okay you know emperor-esque character no problem and then last jedi happened right and you know what even Kylo killing Snoke at the end of that, I was fucking in for. I was like, oh, shit. Yeah. I didn't see that That was coming. a twist that Very you weren't cool. expecting. But then to finish it, right, this is the problem. Even if it's bad, you committed to it doesn't matter who your parents are. Right. It doesn't matter who you are. The Force is with us all. Mm-hmm. And then the very next episode... You go back on everything that Jedi built. Right. Not, I'm not saying Jedi's good. It's trash. But the fact that they couldn't have follow through makes it even worse. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it's, it was so disjointed and it just well, I mean, doesn't if they, if, go. If episode nine continued along that line. Yeah. Ray doesn't have any lineage. Which I would I would have preferred to be perfectly honest. So would I, but instead instead you get this line. Oh, you thought I was serious? You yeah. Thought, you, you thought I was serious when I told you your parents were nothing? Yeah. See, I, going back to what we talked about a, a few minutes ago, if if Ray's parents were nobodies who abandoned her, yeah. And at the end, she adopted the Skywalker name because that's how important of oh, a character so she. So good. That would have mattered to so me. So good. But. To yeah, but change that, you, you need a you need a way to explain because <laughs> you need a way to explain how the emperor shows up because it doesn't right. make any sense. It's no. just like, hey, remember that dude we killed like thirty years ago? Yeah, he's he, he's actually he's, just hanging out. Yeah, he's, he's just fine. Been, he's all been right. hanging out. Plotting. Got like some weird fucking fingers and shit, but yeah. like you know, he's gonna suck your soul a little bit. You'll be all right. Yeah, yeah. He just decided after thirty years, <laughs> I'm gonna try this again. <laughs> Do it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it's very strange. Yeah. What's going on in the comic book world? Or DC? Let's just go DC. Yeah, so we, so we got the confirmation of Joker 2. Oh, no. So officially, Joaquin Phoenix is going to be reprising the role. Todd Phillips is going to be the director. You know, we got everything coming back from the original one. And my... What a shame. Yeah, my question is why? Why do we need this... A, and B, what are we going to get out of it? 
money. Of course. But in, in what are we going to get out of well, it? Well, I mean, that's what they're going to get out of it is money. But what are we as fans going to get out of this movie? Because the first one, I think, was cinema genius. And I, but it was, it was a, I think, a fully fleshed out story. I don't think there's anything left to tell unless. We, unless what? There's no story to tell. Well, the only thing I can say is unless. You are urban legend that leads us to the real Joker of the DCEU and that he takes what he's heard and incorporates that. And we get whether it's Jared Leto or you replace him with someone else, that Joker is because he heard the stories of this Joker, who is not really the Joker, because this was a guy who was insane in his own mind, telling this story. And maybe in an insane asylum, he told the story to someone who told the story to someone. And again, it was urban legend until it got to the ears of somebody that actually decided to become this maniac. And now he's out there actually performing, you know, all of these crimes and all of these murders and just the Joker that we know. Well, let me spin it to you this way. So Phil Menz, Mm-hmm. You know, he's running away after he killed the therapist, mm-hmm. right? And we do a time jump. Mm-hmm. Maybe we do like five years, something okay. like that. Nothing crazy. Yeah. Just about, well, I mean, how old was Bruce Wayne? He was about 10, maybe. All I'd right. Say. So maybe you do like an eight year time jump, just enough to make him young Batman, mm-hmm. right? And Joker's been in the insane asylum the whole time. Mm-hmm. The insane asylum. Yeah. Like to enunciate. Bruce grows up, becomes an adult. Batman, be, you know, jumps onto the scene. Joker's hanging out, being relatively normal, but he's been festering, right? Maybe maybe he's not as thin anymore because he's in the state, so they're feeding him mm-hmm. and shit, and he can just be a normal, not scrawny dude. Yeah. Joaquin's not. No. So... He sees a, a, the TV screen. He sees Bruce as a young man has come back to Gotham. Sets him off. He's out. The movement is already exists. People have already went nuts about it, right? Word on the street is Joker's in town. And now he's had a lot of time to kind of sit there and cook and become the Joker that we actually are supposed to have. I could go for that. Sure. But you're changing the entire, you know, it goes from being kind of this grounded story about mental illness to, okay, it is actually the Joker. And that I would be all right with. I think that would still be a very fine way to go. Yeah. But here's here, I guess, is my is my issue. Not with that movie, but in general. Right. So we have a new we have a new head of Warner Brothers and, and David Zaslov, right? He's the uh, Discovery guy? Correct. Yeah. So his edict is he wants DC to be like Marvel, where everything is interconnected and every story leads to the next story. You know, again, he wants he wants to mimic the Marvel universe. So well, here then you do a you do a twelve or thirteen year jump and it's Pattinson. Yeah, but here's my problem. You, you already have a Joker in Pattinson's world. Oh, right. I forgot. So, and we already know they announced that to be Earth 2, right? So, now we have another Earth. Well, the, what are we at? Earth 3, then, with this Joker, right? Sure. We'll say Earth 3, right? So, now you've got three Earths that you... So, yeah, we'll tell the Batman Who Laugh story, then. Well, my point is, though, that if, if, you're, if you're coming in and your edict is to make everything interconnected like Marvel, how are you doing that with three different universes? Because, again, you well, they can't. Want, look, DC seems to be under the—what they'll do is they buy their time, they see what Marvel does, they see what works, and then they just copy it. It happened with Justice League. They jumped the gun. Mm-hmm. Instead of releasing a, an Aquaman and a Flash movie, they did— Superman 2, or BVS, mm-hmm. Justice League. Not Superman 2, Aquaman, Flash, Justice League. No. So you have no time to get attached to the characters, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. 
what they're doing now is, okay, now we have three different Earths. Oh, yeah, this multiverse shit seems to be working out really well. Let's jump on board with that. And then you're yeah. going to get a multiverse without earning a multiverse. Right, but here's the... Okay, so here's well, the other I mean, problem. Unless Ezra Miller would stop slapping people yeah. around. well, there's that. But here's the other thing, right? You're, the Flash movie has Michael Keaton. It's another universe. Yeah, baby, Earth 4. So it's just like how many... How I'm, many... Dude, I'm down... If they... Listen... If you want to rope it in and say, oh, man, Flash just opened up the gateway and it's connected just in the fact that the multiverse exists. Look, there's so many different Earths and they're all connected and something could happen that could bring them all into the future. Keep watching. I'm good with that because then you get to tell your stories. I've said that. Yeah. I mean, if but you have to find a way. If you want to if you want to do that, see, I'm cool with the fact that if you want to tell your own stories in your own earth. But if you're going to interconnect it, you have to find a way to interconnect it as well. Yeah, it's not hard though. Right, but that's but that's going to be what they need to do. They need they're going to need to find a way to get all the, that that at any given time somebody from earth 1 can be on earth 4 and earth 2 on earth 3. You know, you you have to be open to the possibility that at every movie, somebody is going to pop up from one of those other Earths to make sure you realize this is all connected. Although they're different universes, it's all one universe. So has has Aquaman, I think you told me before, Aquaman got pushed back? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Now I imagine at this point, there probably is not going to be any Mira. I, w- I would say that it'll probably scrap her completely. That's fine. I'd like to see them just not show her in this episode, this movie, and then when Aquaman 3 comes out, just do what they did with Rhodey. Yeah. That'll be fine. Yeah. That'll be that'll be okay. And you know what? I bet it'll make the character way better. Well, see, I think what I think in this movie they're introducing Dolphin. Hmm. So, you're going to have a strong female lead character that's going to play off Aquaman in this movie already. So even if you cut Mera out, you're still going to have that dynamic. So you might as well just say, yeah, she's off doing something. And then come Aquaman 3, she's back, but it's going to be a just totally different actress. Right. I'm here. Get over it. Right. Get used to it. Whatever Rhodey said when he walked in. Yeah. That's it, fine. I'm good with it. Oh, and absolutely. You know what? No one's going to care. No. No let, one's going to care. Like, it's not like you're going to get a worse. <laughs> so... Uh, you know, hopefully, you know, there will be no Mira. And then is Flashpoint pushback as well? Yeah. What are they going to do? Because you can't look whether whether he's mentally st- or whether they're mentally stable or not. You can't be running around Hawaii smacking people. Well, here's the problem. So it's been pushed back because they readjusted the movies to to make sense. Well, is it still going to be very um, Supergirl, Batgirl-centric? I don't think so. I don't believe that to be the case. Okay. But they did do they did rearrange it because um, things like Shazam and Aquaman, there's elements that lead into the Flash. Right. So having the Flash before it made no sense, so they rearranged the movies so that they would make more sense in the timeline. Oh, canonically. Yeah, exactly. But... That being said, I also have been hearing that this movie they absolutely love. They think it may be one of the best movies that DC has put out. I'm all about it. So, I is, mean, unless it erases everything. Well, but I, but I think that my my point is that Ezra Miller is not going anywhere for this movie. Okay, they will be in it. They will maybe not be in any future movies. And 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 you well, know, I mean, but if he if. If they nail it, then you have to grab them and say, get your shit together, you know, or we're going to get your shit together for you. Right. And that's the hope. I mean, the hope is that Ezra Miller will get. Oh, I like them as as Barry Allen. Yeah. I don't I don't want them to, you know, listen, this is not me saying like, oh, yeah, I want to watch Ezra Miller burn in flames. No, of course not. Somebody get them some help 
I'm saying if you watch Zack Snyder's Justice League, then you realize that all the casting choices were made very well. Oh, Cyborg was so good. Like, Josh, so good. Josh Whedon's Justice League was such yeah, but his an career, abomination. Yeah, jo- Josh's career is over. Oh, it's dead. But I'm just saying it's it's... When you look at it, you you don't get much for majority of those characters, and then when you watch Snyder's, it's like, oh yeah, those those casting choices were so solid. These these actors are doing a tremendous job in these roles. It was it's not the actors or the characters. It was the piece of shit director that totally ruined all of that. Yeah, I'm cautiously optimistic about you know a couple of our. Um universes right now we'll see what happens i mean it could all just burn up and flame. <laughs> it could it could but i'm hoping it's not gonna it seems like we are trending in the right direction yeah i i think you've got somebody that's in place now that's going to make other people care because well that's you know at the end of the day it's about toys and money right right but honestly there should be some art should have some bearing maybe not a huge voice but it should have some voice yes all right so i think we'll put this one to bed jim as always love having you on absolutely thanks for talking give us a little uh tell us what you're doing yeah just uh finishing up on my creator-owned horror comic i'm trying to get that out for july so that that's going to be available for everybody to read so working hard on getting that completed awesome And we do have some uh, limited art prints on the website, uh, catalystcrafting.com, or you can go to uh, etsy.com and search Catalyst Creations New Hampshire. All right, guys, that's another episode of Catalyst Corner in the Books. Take care of yourselves. We couldn't do this without you. And that's it. All right, crew. I'll catch you on the next one.